Good morning. You're listening to FordAily.net, and I'm Kemp Har. This morning, my guest is Santo Tercivia, an economist with Market Insights and also Floor Focus's economist. Santo, how you doing? I'm doing fine, Kemp. It's always good to talk to you. So let's catch up. A couple days ago, the NAHB released a story talking about the builder market. The headline is that in the last year, single-family production fell from a 31.9% growth rate to a negative 4.4% rate. A lot of that energy has moved over to multifamily, right? That's correct. And the downside of that move, it has a harder implication than just the switch in housing because a multifamily home on average is only about 40% of the floor area of a single family home. So in that situation, you're losing much more floor area when you move to multifamilies than single families. That's going to be a situation I think that carries through to the end of 23 because housing affordability right now is not in a good place compared to what it was in 21. We're we're seeing the fall in single family homes, the starts go from 70% to 60% of all starts. The difference is being picked up by multifamily. Now you've been doing this for a long time, so you've seen these cycles happen before. What generally happens with the type of flooring that's sold when you see this kind of swing? Typically in any down economy, we're going to see the lesser expensive floors pick up and do better than the more expensive floors. And by that, I mean carpet and sheet vinyl should see stronger position in the, this situation because they're big and multifamily and they're, you know, they're less expensive. They go in faster some in most cases. And builders are, are going to need to cut costs in this environment, and that's a good way to do it. Carpet already has a pretty strong position in the, the multifamily sector, and I think they'll just grow it a little bit more, or they'll not decline as quickly as the other categories. On the other hand, ceramic has a geographic position in uh, the South and West, and you know, Florida, Texas, California, and Arizona, where the architecture fits their needs better, and there's a lot of installers down there that cut the cost of insulation. So. I think all three of those product types, carpet, sheet vinyl, and ceramic, will do better in this environment than the other products. So there's another headline that we saw just 10 days or so ago, and it's a factor here. It was talking about how the investor buyers of single family have cooled off and kind of moved away from buying up single family homes, right? Yes, and that's a good thing. They were coming in and distorting the dynamics of the market. They were beating out people by saying, oh, we're not going to require an inspection of the home or we're going to just pay upfront cash for this place. And, you know, a lot of people who could afford the house couldn't get it because BlackRock or one of these other companies had gone in there and just stolen it. Now, I understand, too, that once these guys did buy a house and you were renting from them, they were not good landlords. They were looking to maximize their investment which meant that, you know, if the sink backed up, that was your problem or you couldn't get them to ever respond. So that's back down and things are kind of going back to normal on that. They were distorting prices in the market and they were doing a lot of things that I don't think were good. But housing affordability is hitting a wall right now because of interest rates, 
because of price inflation and because unemployment is going up. In that situation, it's making it more difficult for people to afford a home. And the place we're seeing this happen most is in the West. And the West has always been kind of the wild West in the housing business with all kinds of activity during the mortgage crisis. That was where a lot of this was centered. So this is going to be a while in the uh, sorting itself out. I think 23 is going to be a year of sorting things out all over the economy. And 24 should start to see the sunrise. Yeah. We should remind our listeners the magnitude of this housing market, it's roughly about 25% of demand, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's huge. And it's also the second largest market in the U.S. economy. The automobile industry being the number one and housing being number two. I mean, it, its tentacles go out to all kinds of industries, you know, from roofing to drywall, you, you name it. They're all affected by housing. And um, it's a big deal. And when housing is strong, the economy is strong and vice versa. So you talk about 23 just a minute ago. Let's go back a little bit more into that. I know you've just finished your quarterly report. So there's a lot of unknowns for 23, aren't there? Yeah. So many things could go different ways, which would cause the economy to go different ways. The thing I'm hoping for is that we're able to cool inflation without crashing the economy. I don't see how we can avoid a slowdown next year but I'm hoping we can avoid a recession. Now, some people would contend the last two quarters where we had a decline in the economy, that was a recession, so it will ease the next one. We'll see. <laughs> There's so many theories going on because this is a whole new territory for us. What is the organization that tells us whether or not we've had a recession? Because they haven't chimed up yet, so I'm thinking we haven't seen one yet, right? No, I don't think so. The NBER, which is the National Bureau of Economic Research, but they're always lagging. They'll tell us we had a recession after it's over. <laughs> okay. But it's good to know that that the official designator of a recession has made it has said what it was. It's like getting sick and they tell you, oh, you had it the flu. Oh, thank you. <laughs> All right. So there's, there's still that one shining star out there. The commercial market's continuing to have a backlog and continuing to drive the sweetest part of the business right now, right? Right. 23 should be a place where we start to see this commercial side bounce back. Even there, there's some unknowns with the office market. What's going to happen? Are they going? To, are people going to come back to work or not? Are they? Going, are companies going to renew their leases or not? Are their offices going to need to be fixed up or not? I mean, you know, variables all over the place. All right, Santo. Well, thanks for giving our listeners a read on, on what's happening in the builder market. Again, we're talking to Santo Trasivia, an economist that focuses on the flooring business, and you've been listening to Kemp R and FloorDaily.net.